Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about limiting beliefs. This is sort of a throwback episode. It's coming during the first week of the boot camp. Uh, we have two boot camps a year, one in the spring and one in the fall. This is the fall one. And so everyone who's on the course is a whole bunch of new people. And the first week of the boot camp is all about limiting beliefs and your belief structure, your mental construct, all that, and how you really ascend your perspective based in your belief system. So when you can reduce the intensity of limiting beliefs, and we use a manifestation event form for this, then you will shed that which is not true. You'll shed the illusion of those limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs are never true. And in this episode, Joshua talks to that topic and all of the questions are about limiting beliefs. So it's a very interesting episode. It's a great refresher to understand how your limiting beliefs are limiting you. They're limiting you because when you're inspired to do something, that will always trigger some limiting belief. And if the fear is too intense, you won't push past the fear to do what you're inspired to do. To do what you're inspired to do is to go on your journey of self-discovery. And if you have a lot of limiting beliefs, you just won't do it. So this is a really great episode to listen to, and I hope you get a lot out of it. Before we begin, please help us become a little bit bigger and have more reach by subscribing and liking and leaving a review. The review is the thing that uh, Apple Podcasts and most of the other places look at. If you have a lot of good reviews, well, you get you know higher up in the standings, and we're starting to reach the uh, top 100 in most countries in podcasts, so it's getting pretty big, and the numbers are really fun to watch. Uh, and of course, that's all due to you. So share it with your friends, leave your reviews, like, subscribe, all that great stuff you do. There's a lot of free stuff on our website, theteachingsofjoshua.com. You can download three free meditations. You can watch the documentary. There's all kinds of articles and past questions and answers and stuff like that. Also, there's the new audiobook, A Perception of Reality. If you haven't listened to that yet, it's fantastic. It's uh, narrated by Jackie Seiden. It's incredible. And you can get that there as well. So thanks again for being here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. There's a fun thing going on in physical reality, and that's this illusion. The illusion is caused by fear, but not everyone is feeling the same fear because the fear is based in your perspective of yourself. When you think you have some inspired idea, well, a fear will always pop up, and that's the nature of the game. Underlying everything is a prominent limiting belief that has been instilled within all of you that you are not the creator of your reality. So this game of physical reality is simply to come to a perspective where you consider yourself the creator of your reality. Now, what you think about being the creator of your reality is that you say, if I can create my reality, I would create it completely different than it is right now. I would have more money. I'd have more friends. I'd have more health. I'd have better feelings. I would be able to create anything I wanted in the moment that I thought of it. And while that is technically true, it is not actually what you want. What you are all here to do, whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, is you want to discover more about who you truly are. That is the reason you came. You said, I will go forth into physical reality. I'll sift and sort. I'll choose the time and date of my birth, my parents, my name, my body, all these things. I'll create this trajectory to discover who I truly am. And upon the discovery of who I truly am, I'll understand my soul's purpose. I'll understand how I'm here to serve. I'll understand what it is to be the creator of my reality. The creator of your reality is simply that which is aligned with who you truly are or your inner self or your origin consciousness. 
Now you are an aspect of that consciousness coming for the first time to have new perspectives and to expand that consciousness. Now, if you could create your reality, you might create all kinds of different things based in this limited perspective of who you think you are. That perspective is the difference between how you perceive yourself in this reality and how your origin consciousness or your inner self perceives it in your reality. Well, there's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you have to be special at. You have been given every gift, every talent, every attribute to allow you to have this journey of self-discovery. When you get to a certain perspective, understanding you're more than just the flesh and bones living a physical life, the more than just the persona that you have adopted to try to get others to like, love, and respect you. When you start to see yourself as living a life designed perfectly for you and that life in which you are guided every single step of the way by your guide supporters, your inner self to come to the understanding more of who you truly are. This is the only thing that matters because in this understanding, you will feel satisfaction. You will feel contentment. You will feel security. You will feel abundant and free. You will be able to understand that there's nothing you need to do other than be who you truly are and that everything you need will be given to you when you need it to, to do whatever you're inspired to do. And so we say that you might be able to consider this as something of being a blended being, living in this reality in concert and complete alignment with your inner self and allowing that inner self to lead you to the experiences that will provide you with the insight into who you truly are. This is contrary to what you think. This is based in the truth of this reality and not the illusion of the reality. Well, where you are now is a product of your programming of your society and whatever society that is. You are taught to believe that living like other humans, living in conformity to the rules, living in the belief that physical reality is all there is, that there is some God outside of you that is judging you, all of this is not true. So to move towards more clarity and understanding about who you truly are is to literally forget everything you've learned. Every belief that you hold is ultimately somewhat limiting. Now, where you are in your stage of development, where you are in your understanding of yourself, you'll have a set of beliefs or a mental construct about who you think you are. All we are offering is a higher perspective. And if we can shift your perspective from where you think you are now to a slightly more elevated perspective of yourself that is more aligned with the truth of who you are, then we are satisfied with that. It is up to you, though, to think for yourself and to understand the basis of this reality is nothing more than self-discovery, is nothing more than removing yourself from the illusion of fear and taking steps towards the truth, towards more clarity. When you get to a heightened perspective on who you are, you will have certain inner gifts that will come online for you. Those gifts were chosen by you, and they could be any clairvoyant gift you can imagine. You could have a knowing of what's right for you, and all of you have a knowing. You can have a deeper connection to your inner self, and all of you can cultivate that deeper connection. You can have other gifts, and if they are there to serve your journey of self-discovery, they'll come online for you. There is nothing unusual about this whatsoever. In fact, it is quite natural. However, those gifts will not be revealed to you until you get to a higher perspective. So the benefit of coming to higher perspectives is not only understanding more about who you truly are, but allowing these gifts to come online that will serve in your more exponential 
journey of self-discovery. All of you intended to come to understand yourself in this lifetime in a greater and more clear way than ever before. This movement towards that has to be done by processing unnecessary limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs that hold you firmly into a 3D reality whereby physical reality is all you understand. When you start to, to realize that the physical and non-physical are not separate, that you are one with all that is, that you are one with your reality, and that you are perfect by design, you could not be otherwise. When you start to sense this and live as if this is true, well, then you've taken great steps to become one who exists in a 5D reality, a reality whereby the physical and the non-physical are combined in your daily life. Well, that could be an intellectual understanding of it, could be a visceral feeling of it, could be a more expanded emotional awareness of it. And many of you, as you've gone along in the boot camp and the Ascension experience, have found that your emotional sensitivity has gotten more intense. This is your superpower, as we have said many times before. You came in with a higher emotional sensitivity than most humans because you are at a higher level of perspective. The higher you go in, in perspective, the more emotionally sensitive you'll become. The more emotionally sensitive you become, you will notice that anytime you're out of alignment or anytime you're thinking that things are bad or wrong, you will feel it more intensely. This will allow you to notice every time you have a resistant thought manifestation events come to point out limiting beliefs. They come first in the thought stage, then in maybe some outside occurrence in your reality, what seems to be outside of you, some event that happens to cause you negative emotion. And if you are ignoring all these things, they'll eventually come into your body because you can't ignore the body. Well, as you get into higher and higher perspectives, you will notice the resistant thought more clearly. To get into a higher perspective, you must first understand that everything in this reality is created by you for you, and that the life you are living is the most optimal life for your specific and unique journey of self-discovery. Wherever you are on that journey is perfect at this point. Every single decision you've ever made has been perfect because it's always been based in the perspective that you held at that time. As you increase that perspective, you increase your ability to access more higher vibrational or more aligned thoughts, decisions, and actions. You might have noticed a time in your life where you're acting in fear and you're acting on an urge to change the conditions. Well, that was a perfect response to the perspective that you held at the time, because at that time, you held the response that you were simply a victim living within a malevolent universe. Well, now you're coming to a new understanding of how this universe works and who you truly are. And so you're coming to understand the difference between an urge to change the conditions out of fear and the desire to act on inspiration that's based in love and is perfectly aligned with who you are. As you are starting to understand that everything is happening for you, that nothing can happen to you, that everything is a, is a beneficial event for your growth and journey of self-discovery, you are choosing specifically a higher perspective, choosing to see yourself as the creator of your reality, given the limiting belief that will always be there that you are not the creator of your reality. So this is a by design aspect of physical reality that allows you to face that inner conflict and make a decision for yourself without looking to outside people or outside conditions that you need to feel better about yourself but by looking within, 
how do you personally view this event? How do you personally view that activity by other people? How do you personally view world events? All of this is now coming to you to make the decisions to be self-sovereign and to look at everything from the perspective of your inner self. How would your inner self look at what's going on in your life? Now, if everything is working perfectly in your life, you are perfectly aligned and acting as a blended being with your inner self in every moment. Of course, this is not really possible, but you can look at the things that are going well and you can say, well, in those areas that are going well, I am choosing to see myself from a higher perspective. And in the areas that are not working, well, in those areas, I'm simply playing the victim role and wishing things were different. If you could look at the areas that you think aren't working as well, well, there are going to be manifestation events around those areas to, sh to shape and shift your mental construct to become more aligned with who you truly are. This is a eternal process. It is always evolving. You are always moving to higher and higher perspectives. Once you reach a higher perspective, you are not going back. You will not be able to crawl back into that victimhood role or mentality. Once you've learned something, you cannot unlearn it. So just go with the flow of what is happening in your life. See things from the higher perspective. See yourself as who you truly are. Pretend for a minute that you could be this powerful being of pure positive love and acceptance and act as if that is true. With enough action, enough ability to push past fear and take action on what you're inspired to do, you will gain confidence and clarity and meaning will come into your life. You'll start to feel better in all areas of your life. You'll start to feel this confidence of who you truly are. When this happens, you will notice others coming to you, others that you will be attracting, experiences you'll be attracting, fun ideas will come to you. You'll start to see things in a new way. And when that happens, you are starting to see who you truly are at the highest perspective of any human on this planet. You're all there now. You may not understand this. You may be comparing yourselves to others, but we promise you whether you're on this call now or listening to this podcast at a later date, you are all among the highest perspectives on the planet that's why you're here. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. Uh, this is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Um, ooh, it's a little vulnerable being up here. Um, my question is around body image. Um, the Ascension experience in this work has truly changed my life. I'm able to see so many different things from a different perspective. Um, but body image is one that I just keep falling back. And I see myself trying to control the conditions. I see myself and I've identified the fears and I've done so many forms on it. And I just keep falling back into the same spot of obsessive thoughts about this. Is, is there something that you can prescribe or advise there? Absolutely. Well, body image is no different than financial image or worthiness image or age image. All of this is simply your inner conflict between how you think you should be compared to how you perceive yourself to be. So it's simply a matter of perception. If you understood exactly what was going on here, that you chose the time and date of your birth, your parents, your body, your name, and all the other attributes that make up your life, you would understand that it was all perfect for you. The body that you chose is always perfect for you. No matter the size, no matter the condition, no matter any aspect of it, it is the perfect body for you. You would never want to change place with anyone else. 
However, you're programmed to believe by your society that some attributes are beneficial and some attributes are what you would call negative and that to get what you think is beneficial, you have to do this and that and the other thing. And of course, because you're looking at it from a position of lack, that's not really possible. The position of lack is the illusion. I lack this attribute or this feature or this look in my body. If I would have those attributes, features, and looks, I would feel better in my body. This is not true. You're simply looking at it from the illusion. The truth is, of course, your body as it is now is perfect for you, and it's based in your perspective of yourself. You will tend to fixate on aspects of it that you think are wrong or bad. Again, anything you think are wrong or bad is the illusion. It's an illusion propagated by whatever beliefs you took upon yourself, you adopted along the way. Those beliefs are never true. You can prove they're not true. You can prove that any aspect of your body that you do not like is simply an illusion. Now, because it's so ingrained in you and because you are fixated on it, it'll take a little time to move that forward. But if you can understand that your perspective right now is limited in this one area compared to where it will be, say, a year from now, where you have done more work, maybe done more meditation, done more manifestation event forms, the universe is always trying to point out any limiting beliefs you have that are getting in the way of you on your journey of self-discovery. If this body image that you have is not really hindering you from your journey of self-discovery, you may not even come up with too many manifestation events about it. But if it is, it's just showing you that there is a limiting belief that's going to stop you from acting on inspiration that would come if you didn't have that limiting belief. So the limiting belief itself that the body is not perfect as it is, in your case, if you were to get inspiration in the future that would need you to do something with the body that you're uncomfortable doing now, well, that limiting belief would have to be illuminated. And generally it would come in first resistant thoughts and second in some outside, what you perceive as an outside condition happening to cause you to feel negative emotion. Maybe someone says something about your body and then you feel negative emotion about it. It's showing you that there's a limiting belief there. If you're ignoring it and what you're doing is saying, yes, that is true. That's what we mean by ignoring. Yes, I can't do this with my body. Or yes, my body has this feature that is not beneficial or attractive in some way. Well, if you're agreeing to that, you're ignoring the limiting belief. If you ignore it long enough, more intense manifestation events will come and eventually they'll come into the body itself because you can't ignore the body. That's excellent. You very, very much want to understand any limiting belief that is hindering you from acting on inspiration. The inspiration itself is simply that which will move you forward on your journey of self-discovery, not get you what you think you want. So you might say, well, because of this body, I don't have this, that, or the other thing. Maybe you don't have a mate, for instance. And you're saying, if I had a different body, I would have this love in my life that I'm missing right now. And so really what you're fixating on is not the body itself, but you're using that as an excuse for why you don't have something else in your life. You're saying, if I had a different bank account, if I had a different job, if I didn't have different edu education or intelligence, I would be able to have this thing I want. Therefore, it's those things that are preventing me from having what I want. Maybe in the case of a body image, you're saying it's the body I have that's keeping me from what I want. And if I had the correct body, I would have what I want and I would feel better. Again, the illusion. You could transform that body 
and you would still not get exactly what you wanted. Well, what you want is some feeling of security or love from outside or, or any number of things that are based on the illusion of physical reality, the illusion of imperfection. The truth is your body as it is right now, including your bank account, your intelligence, your group of friends, your background, all of these things are perfect because you are at the stage right now where you can move forward as long as you accept everything that's perfect. Well, you don't even actually have to accept anything that's perfect because you will always be guided and moved anyway. But if you could accept it as perfect, guess what would happen? You would have no resistance to where you're going. You'd have no resistance to the inspiration that's coming. You would simply act on the inspiration. So the resistance to, in your case, the body that you have is preventing you from effortlessly and easily moving on your journey of self-discovery. That's all that's happening. Do you have to go on that journey of self-discovery? Not at all. You can play around exploring who you're not, the inauthentic version of you. You can delve into the fear in this one area of your life if you want, while other areas are working well. It doesn't really matter. But since you've brought up this question, you can simply say, if I perceived my body as perfect, what would that allow me to do? It would allow you to move into experiences that would actually prove to you that your body was perfect. Do you see the difference in the mindset here? If the mindset says the body is imperfect, it will move you into experiences that seem to indicate the body is imperfect. Again, those experiences are simply showing you the limiting belief. That's all that's happening. If you change the mindset to say, right now, at this age, at this state, at this place where I am in my life, this body that I have is perfect. I can accept my body as perfect today. I can understand that this is the body that I chose today, that everything is lining up. You can say that with your body, with your bank account, with your intelligence, with everything else that's on your life. If you accept where it is today as perfect for you, not settling, not saying I, it will never change, just saying I accept it. It has to be the body that I have for where I am, for the perspective I have. Going forward, I will be inspired to do things, say things, have experiences that will raise my perspective. This conversation, whether you're accepting it fully or not, is raising your perspective. Now you're in the question. So the words we are saying are not quite hitting you the way they're hitting other people who are not so much in this question. Other people who are not really concerned about the look of their body right now are getting the benefit of this answer more than you. But if you listen to this back later in the recording of this, you will start to get it. You will start to understand it. And you will start to say, okay, I'm this age. This is where my life is now. And the body that I have, along with every single thing else in my life, is perfect for where I am now. What's going to change in the future? Well, there's two possibilities. You can adopt a more limited perspective and continue to believe that your body, your finances, your education, your background, whatever it is, is the thing that's causing you to not manifest your desires. Or you can say, if I raise that perspective, if I start to accept the body I have now as perfect, just intellectually, then I will go through experiences 
showing me that this body is perfect as well as everything else. Those experiences then will give me clarity and confidence. I will then see myself from an even higher perspective. That higher perspective will allow you new decisions, choices, and actions that are aligned with who you truly are. Those decisions, choices, and actions may actually affect the look of your body. You don't care because you're starting off with the the understanding that your body is perfect. So you don't care about any outcome. But if your body is to change to enable you even further growth and discovery and, and even higher perspectives, then the body will change. Now, the body could get more attractive or less attractive. It doesn't matter. The body could function better or worse. It doesn't matter. Because fundamentally what you're saying is, this is perfect and will always be perfect. Just that raise in perspective will cause you to access higher perspective, inspiration, thoughts, ideas, actions. This is the only thing you truly want. Where everyone is now, wherever they are in the world, they have a certain perspective on all things in their life. That's fine. If they lower that perspective, if they think of themselves more as victims, they will meet up with experiences that tend to agree with that. That's the law of attraction. It's attracting what you need. In all cases that are limited, it's attracting manifestation events to point out limiting beliefs. In all cases that are expanded, it's attracting inspiration designed to move you further along your journey of self-discovery. Whatever body you need for that journey of self-discovery will be made available to you. Whatever money you need for that journey of self-discovery will be made available to you. Whatever people in your life, whatever love interests, whatever friendships, whatever other relationships, those will have to come to further your journey of self-discovery. So always imagine that you have everything you need for where you are right now and simply start looking at yourself from the higher perspective. More perfection, more worthiness, more abilities, more ways to push past fear, more interests that you could take, more podcasts you could listen to, more books that you could read, more things like this. Always creating a higher and higher perspective, not on the minutia of your reality, but of who you are and the power that you actually have in this reality. The power that you actually have is a choice of perspective. You can always choose a limited perspective, and you can always choose a slightly higher perspective. If you're choosing the higher perspective, you have access to higher quality thoughts, higher quality actions, higher quality decisions, higher quality choices. Higher quality choices, not in getting you what you think you want, but on moving you more efficiently and effectively on your journey of self-discovery. That's what you truly want. When you hold your eye onto that which you truly want, everything starts to come into place and you start to connect more deeply to your inner self and to the guidance that is always there from your guides, supporters, from your inner self, from source itself. It's always flowing to you. In the higher perspective, you realize it, you feel it, you understand it, you hear it. In the limited perspective, it's silent. You cannot access it. You can only access thoughts of fear that have been churning around from other humans living in fear. What all of you want to do is see yourself from a slightly higher perspective today than you did yesterday. And that will allow you access to thoughts that were not available to you yesterday.
Does that make sense? Yes, that's very encouraging. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Okay, Hi, um, I'm new, first time to boot camp, and I'm get, getting to understand everything. I get the manifestation, the limited relief, and how that's going to be ultimately growth for us. Um, and I got to say that as, as a new timer, it feels a little bit fearful, like, you know, a little tidal wave is coming and the holidays is coming. But I understand that this is all for our well-being and ultimately perfectly designed. So I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to that. I'm getting, I, I, you know, I, I, I like the idea. Um, my question actually goes the other direction in that, is there a process where you have a positive manifestation and that you see a, a, a positive growth or joy and then you focus in on that and that makes you grow? And so is there like a parallel process for that? And if, if we focus on that, can we mitigate the, the, the negative manifestation and just kind of focus on the positive um, joy, joyful learning? Absolutely. Well, you could not really have come here if you hadn't learned at some point to focus on positive aspects. When you're looking at your reality, which is you, everything, your house, your car, your job, your mate, everything is actually you. It's your relationship with that thing, how you relate to your house, how you relate to your economy, how you relate to your income, these sort of things. So in all of this, in your life, we would say that 90% of it is very positive. However, most humans have a mental construct. The mental construct is a makeup or a culmination of all beliefs. Many, many, many are empowering beliefs. They support the life that you're living. If you were to compare that life to lives of the 8 billion people on the planet right now, you would have to say that you're living in the top 1% or 2%. If you compare that life to the lives of all humans who have ever lived, you're in the top 1% of 1% of 1%. So the life you're living is created because you have so many beneficial beliefs. And when you have a positive experience, it is a manifestation event showing you a beneficial belief. And you can absolutely ramp up that beneficial belief. If you are one who was focused on all the positives and the 10% or so that you might say was negative, you were sort of saying, okay, well, that's no big deal. Look at all the positives I have. These some things are negative. That's a wonderful, empowering mental construct. But you're not here just for that. You're here for a journey of self-discovery. When a manifestation event occurs and you feel negative emotion, it's pointing out a limiting belief. Why would that ever happen? Well, because you have some judgment about certain things. You have some judgment that brings up fear. The negative emotion is always a sign of some fear. Now, you may not call it fear. You may say that's bad or wrong, but your judgment of bad or wrong is a control mechanism. If you said the government shouldn't be spending this money on warfare, for instance, your judgment of that is a control mechanism. You say, I would feel better if my government didn't spend so much on the military. That's fine. You will have these judgments. It's part of physical reality. But everything that you think is wrong or bad is the illusion, and it's all based in a limiting belief. Without those limiting beliefs, it would be impossible to judge anything as wrong or bad. 
In fact, you would judge everything as right. Well, the first words we ever said were, everything is right. There is no wrong in the universe. So any indication of some wrong or bad is just an illumination of an underlying limiting belief based in fear, based in the illusion. Seems real to you, and that's fine. But if you can understand that there is no wrong, this entire system is designed perfectly, perfectly for you. What you think is bad or wrong is unique to you. Now, you can enhance your beneficial beliefs, and that's wonderful. And we suggest to all of you that you spend a little time in your manifestation event forms pointing out the beneficial beliefs and ramping those up, a wonderful thing. But until you get to the point of looking at what you think is wrong or bad, you're going to be carrying around these beliefs that are limiting you. They're limiting your journey of self-discovery. Because for you to receive inspiration and act on the inspiration, if you believe something is wrong or bad, fear will pop up and the fear will be too much to push past. Well, most of you are very good at pushing past fear. That's why you're here. You all had fear about being on this call, about joining the bootcamp of the Essential Experience, about listening to our teachings, about listening to other teachings, but you're able to push past the fear, the fear of what other people would think, the fear of spending money, the fear of getting involved in something that may turn out to be not true, whatever it is. You've all pushed past the fear. By pushing past the fear, you've opened up your belief system to become malleable to these ideas. These ideas then shift your perspective. The fastest way to shift your perspective is by processing limiting beliefs and saying, I want the manifestation event to come because that is always a gift of insight. When the manifestation event comes, I have found a limiting belief. The limiting belief is keeping me from my journey of self-discovery, which is the thing I want the most, plus all the other things that you want. If you are moving in a direction of a higher perspective, which you all are, you are kept from that movement or from that trajectory through fear. Fear is the belief in this illusion and you believe it to be true. By processing limiting beliefs, you're not getting rid of them. You're just reducing the intensity so that you can receive the inspiration and push past the fear. If you hold on to the limiting belief, the fear will be too much and you won't be able to push past it. That's why the limiting belief is limiting. The empowering beliefs are wonderful and they're enabling you to live the lifestyle you're living now. But we must remind you, no matter how wonderful or extravagant your lifestyles are right now, they're extremely limiting. The most free and abundant person on the planet that you could name is living a extremely limiting life because they're just putting things in a box. What you're all doing is embarking on a new approach to life that will become unimaginable. There is no box. You are gonna create things that have never been created before. You are gonna be creating in love. Now to create in love, you have to be able to understand that there are no limits. And therefore anything that's limiting you is that which is to be shed, simply. Simply an illusion to be shed. You can't really find those limiting beliefs yourself. Now. If you're really paying attention to your thoughts, you could understand when, whenever you think something's wrong or bad, you could stop right there at the thought process and look at it and say, why do I think it's wrong or bad? Because of some fear, some limiting belief, but you're not quite there yet. So the universe has organized this incredible system 
to bring you an actual event. Now you think the event's real, you think it is happening in your reality, but it's simply organized there to point out a limiting belief. That's all it is. In the beginning of this work that you're doing in the boot camp, those manifestation events will be mild. You're not going to get to the big ones. They're just going to give you something to write about, little ones. And those little manifestation events are actually peeling away the outer layers of an infinite onion. But as you get deeper to the core, there's a core limiting belief there. That core limiting belief for everyone on earth is they are not the creators of the reality. Okay. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be the source of doubt. That's by design. Whenever you're inspired, there will always be doubt. The test to the universe, the test of your vibration, of your perspective, is whether you can push past that doubt and do what you're inspired to do. The inspiration is coming directly from your inner self, guiding you step by step by step on this journey to come to understand who you are. You don't even think that that is a worthwhile endeavor to understand who you are. At this stage of your spiritual growth and evolution, not just you, but everyone, you might think, well, who cares about that? What I want is the house on the beach or the mate or the feeling of security or whatever it is. So you have to have a little bit of faith that by moving on this journey of self-discovery, you're going to get every single thing you truly want. And guess what? Every single thing you truly want comes on the other side of the fear. The fear is always the little limitation, the little roadblock, the little obstacle in your way that you think is real. And if you can push past that fear, you will prove to the universe that you're ready for more self-discovery. If you can't push past the fear, you're proving to the universe that you're not ready to move along that journey. You're not taking the action you're inspired to take. So the manifestation event comes to point out that thing that's keeping you from moving forward on your journey of self-discovery. That's why it's so beneficial. That's why by the end of this boot camp or the end of the next boot camp, you will start to see the manifestation events as gifts and you will no longer want to control them out of your life because at the stage where you are, everyone wants to control them because they don't feel good. But the feeling is coming to point out the illusion. And so actually what's going to happen is you're going to be become more emotionally sensitive and little tiny things will feel very intense to you. Oh my God, I can't believe I got upset at this little thing. You know, someone cut in front of me in line and I got so upset. Why am I getting so upset? Because you are interpreting that action from another person as an affront on who you are which is so untrue. You are the creator and you're falling into momentary lapses of victimhood. Once you start seeing yourself as a creator, you become more emotionally sensitive. This is a very good thing. And every little event that causes you to go back into victimhood, you're gonna feel it intensely. Those living in victimhood, well, they're just swimming in a sea of fear. They don't really feel the negative emotions so intensely. They're not emotionally sensitive. Those of you who are coming to see yourselves as the creator of your reality, you want to know every single time you're judging something based in fear and falling back into the illusion of victimhood. You are the creator, not the victim. The entire universe 
your guide supporters, your inner self is guiding you towards the understanding that above all, you are creating this reality for you. It's all been designed for your specific journey of, of self-discovery. It couldn't be any more perfect. The perception of, of it being imperfect in any way is the illusion and you want to see through that illusion. So look forward to all manifestation events, whether you feel positive emotion or negative emotion, they're pointing out something in your mental construct and you can alter that mental construct by leaning in and appreciating the positive emotional events that happen and by processing limiting beliefs. Once you start processing limiting beliefs, it'll start to come as second nature. You'll start to see, oh yeah, this was for my benefit. I get it now. Oh yeah, I was holding on to this belief. It's not true. Oh yeah, it's something I got a headache and that was showing me this or that or the other thing. I want to know where I'm holding myself back from my own journey of self-discovery. So be patient. Don't be afraid of it. They'll come softly. They'll come easily. And when you get an ability, a talent for seeing what's actually happening, you will be able to start to process everything mentally without needing to write a form. Until that happens, write as many forms as you can and just get used to this whole process. All right. Thank you. Who's next? This morning, I had an appointment. I wake up way later and I and I missed the, the appointment I had. Um, and then uh, in, because uh, so I, I was I was processing the limiting belief and I had a question. If I see everything from a higher perspective, I didn't feel bad. I miss it. I just thought, oh, everything is happening for me. Excellent. But then I realized, how can I live in this world made of? Because I'm a, I, I, I work for my, for my own self with the, with the re, with astrology reading and the yoga class and everything. So I have to follow appointment myself too. So how can I work in this uh, reality where, you know, like I didn't feel bad. I missed, I missed this appointment. And then I was asking myself, if I see everything from a higher perspective. Maybe self-sabotage doesn't exist. It's more expanding myself in my magnificent rebel. Excellent. Well, this is a wonderful question. You have an appointment. You sleep late. You miss the appointment. You don't feel negative emotion because you're saying to yourself, well, everything is for me. That if I was meant to go on this appointment, I would have been woken up. I would have been there early. I would have felt good the entire time and it would have worked out perfectly. Because I missed the appointment, then there must be some reason that I was not to attend that appointment. Now, that is a very high perspective and it is actually true in every sense. But then you think about it and you say, well, if I did this all the time, I'd probably never make any appointment because I don't really like what I'm doing and I will just use the excuse that is always happening for me and how can I live in this reality? I'll never be able to pay my bills or get anything done. This is the doubt. This is the period between where you are now and where you understand yourself at some point. This is the persona and the ego that is saying, no, you have to live within society's rules. So there is a process by which you must go through where you will be playing in physical reality, doing the things you're required to do and abiding by social norms and what you've been taught over the years. That does not need to radically change. It's a process of becoming who you truly are. As you become who you truly are, you'll start to see everything from the higher perspective. 
you're already at a very high perspective now. And of course, the doubt is always going to bring you back into fear mode. That is fine. But you can also process that limiting belief as well. Why do I think that I'm not taken care of? Why do I feel like I have to do things in order to have money or have whatever I think I want? If you lived as your inner self in this reality, all of you, you would simply be. You would simply be the vibration of who you truly are. That vibration then would attract every single thing you needed. All the money, all the time, all the freedom. You think physical reality works a certain way, and we are guiding you towards the truth of this reality. The old approach to life says, I have to effort and struggle to get what I think I lack. The new approach says, I have to understand who I truly am and offer the vibration that is aligned with my inner self and my journey of self-discovery, and then everything I need will be brought to me. Everything I need will be put on a silver platter right in front of me. Well, there's a big gap between the old approach to life and the new approach to life. You can't really take the leap to the new approach to life because of the doubt. The doubt will always keep you grounded in physical reality. Now, the doubt is there for a reason. You have the inspiration to jump off the cliff. The doubt says, might not be a good idea. Perfect. You need the doubt. You always want the doubt. And the doubt will always be the way you communicate with the universe. If you are able to push past the doubt, if you are able to think clearly, if you are able to remember everything you've learned, well, then you'll be able to push past that doubt. However, if the doubt is presenting an illusion that's too strong to push past, well, then you're not ready to move on. You have some more work to do. There are more limiting beliefs to process. There's more understanding to come. There's a new perspective to gain before you're able to push past it. The doubt is perfect. Without the doubt, you would quickly and easily understand everything about the physical universe, understand everything about the non-physical, and know who you are. That is not really a journey of self-discovery. It would not be satisfying in any way. What's satisfying is to push past fear, do what you're inspired to do, gain the insights that come from that experience, and raise your perspective to a new level. At that new level, you'll have new inspiration that will trigger new doubt. You get to do it all again. That's the step-by-step -step journey of self-discovery. You're either ready to raise that perspective, ready to take the inspiration, or you're not. Either way is fine. But if you are, you'll move rapidly to an understanding of who you truly are in this lifetime, which is what all of you intended. Doesn't matter if you do, doesn't matter if you don't do it. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel alive? Do you want to feel satisfaction? Do you want to feel constant movement and growth and change? Do you want to have unimaginable experiences? Push past fear. If you're not ready for that, then abide by the doubt whenever the doubt is too severe. Your choice here is simply in perspective. Perceiving yourself as more of the creator of your reality or as more of the victim of your reality. That's up to you. That is your choice. The higher you choose a perspective, the more exciting choices come to you, the more fun choices come, the more satisfying choices, but the more fear. Those living at limited perspectives are living in fear constantly. Those at the higher perspectives are 
addressing the fear head on, making decisions to go through the fear. Well, that is a new way of looking at life, isn't it? It's a new challenge. In the past, you just said, I couldn't do it. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have the wherewithal. It's not possible. I would never do that. Now, thinking of yourself as the creator of your reality, as one who is living life perfectly designed for them, the doubt then becomes a fear that is obviously an illusion. And can you push past it? That is what is satisfying. Excellent question. Who's next? Well, Joshua, I'll go. Jojo. So when you were answering Daryl's question, by the way, you're right. I think we get more out of other people's questions and answers. Um, I think I had a missed opportunity when you're talking about limit, limiting beliefs and manifestations. So I was out last night, put on a pair of Halloween pumpkin earrings for the first time. And I've had these earrings for a number of years. A woman comes up to me out of her way to comment on her earrings. So I start asking her questions about herself. She's a teacher and she wants to decorate her, you know, good interaction. My immediate thought was give her these earrings. And then what came in was, no, Joe, don't do that because you're going to want them this Saturday. And that means you got to go and buy more and you don't like the shop and you don't want to do that. I then related the thought to my boyfriend. And he's like, yeah, you don't need to give her the, give her the earrings. So later on, later on, um, the day or the evening and the interactions, they're all really positive. And then I, I finally realized my earrings are irritating because they light up and I'm like, see, I knew I should have just given the girl the earrings. So I go run around this place to try to find her, to give them to her. She's gone. So as you were talking to, to Daryl, I'm thinking, oh my God, there was a missed opportunity there that came to me. What can I learn from that? And so now I'm, I'm feeling bad that that could have been joy for her and me to have given those to her. Also, I realize now as I'm talking, the limiting belief that comes up is a feeling of lack. Like I have a hard time of letting go of things. So now I like, it just totally hits me in this moment. So I want to see well, what you're Well, from about. our perspective, you got the benefit that you needed from this experience. You got the limiting belief. So you had two choices. The choice you chose was based on the perspective that you had at the time. The perspective that you had was somewhat limited about giving away something that was yours, that you might've wanted to use later or whatever it was. Now, from the higher perspective, you would have said, why don't you have these earrings? And had this interaction that would have been whatever it was. You might've felt joy, you might've kindled a new relationship. And we promise you that you would have stumbled across or someone else would have given you earrings that were even more favorable or that you would have liked more. This is how it works. So you had the inspiration in the moment, the doubt came up, you chose not to act. Guess what happened? Because you're living in such a high perspective, you were able to see the limiting belief. The limiting belief is a much better gift than new earrings would have been. You get to see it. You get to look back and say, had I had a higher perspective, I would have given the earrings away. Since my perspective was limited compared to that higher perspective, I chose not to because the doubt came up and I couldn't push past the fear. Great. 
The doubt then pointed out to a limiting belief, the doubt was fear, pointed to a limiting belief that says, I can't just give away everything. I only have a limited amount. I have a bit of lack here, a little feeling of lack. And, oh, aha, that's awesome. Now I can see what this is. Do I really still feel lack? Do I really still feel insecurity? Do I really still feel that the universe is not providing me with every single thing I need when I need it? If you gave the earrings away and you had a fun interaction there, and then you saw how the universe gave you new earrings or something else like that, you would have had confidence then. I can start giving away everything because the universe, as I give, the universe gives back exponentially, way more than I give. It's the ability to push past that doubt in the moment that is expressing love. Expressing love is simply expressing who you truly are in alignment with who you truly are, being who you truly are. Does that light up other people? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it gives them fear. It doesn't matter. You are expressing who you are. That thought, that inspiration came right from your inner self and says, Jojo, why don't you give her her earrings? And you were about to give them to her. And then you, then the doubt came in and said, Jojo, don't do that. We only have these earrings. You may need them again. Oh, so who are you listening to? In this case, you're simply listening to the doubt. That's fine. Guess what happened? You got a manifestation. You found a limiting belief. And now you've raised your perspective. Next time this happens, guess what? You'll be able to push past that doubt because you've processed that limiting belief. The doubt will be quieter. It'll be less intense. It'll be so much easier for you. Okay. Now, if you think that by giving away your earrings is going to get you something you think you want, you're still in lack. It's going to get you what you need for that experience. In this case, what you needed was not the delightful experience of giving away something, but of the ability to look back at it now and say, oh, I was choosing a limited perspective. That's what you needed. You had no other choice. You couldn't have given them to her. Do you see? You had to get this experience. This was what the design was. There's nothing you could have done to give them to her. It was not possible. And then by having the inspiration to talk to your boyfriend about it, and he agrees with you, oh, I could see. This is what he would have done too. Is he living in fear? Is he living in love? Oh, this makes total sense now. Any decision you look at going back and you say, I could have done something different was impossible. You could not. Your fingers would not have been able to get those earrings out of your ear. You couldn't have made because the value was finding the limiting belief, not giving the earrings away. Wow. I'm so grateful for Daryl's question and your answer and you explaining this because I have been trying to figure out the psychology of not being able to let go of so much stuff I want to let go of. So I can see how this is like in this moment, the greatest gift ever. Thank exactly. You. And it's all your perspective. Raise your perspective. Understand that you're creating all of it. It's all an illusion anyway. You'll get back 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times more than you give away. So practice giving away the little stuff. See what happens. See how you feel. See how you're either abundant or not abundant. Play with this whole idea. Think of it as a game. It's not serious. You're doing perfectly well. You can't change anything other than that perspective. So just reach for a higher perspective. 
And guess what? You couldn't have changed your perspective on this anyway because you didn't see this coming in. This was a surprise to you. That's why you couldn't change the perspective. Had you had the inspiration, I'm going to go to this event and I'm going to find someone I can give my earrings away, that higher perspective prior to the event, you would have been on the lookout for someone you could give your earrings away to. Then someone is drawn to you, talks about the earrings, and no fear, boom. That's what would have happened if that was the perspective. That wasn't the perspective. The perspective you had was this drumbeat of lack, and the universe wanted to point out this limiting belief to you in a very amusing way that you could understand. It happened perfectly. She played her part perfectly. Your boyfriend played his part perfectly, and you played your part perfectly as well. The brilliance of this is that you saw it happening. You look back, you got it. You challenged that limiting belief and you raised your perspective overall in that area of abundance by that event because you, Jojo, have increased your perspective so high. Think about how many other humans would have even considered that. Oh, I had this line of fancy to give away my earrings. That's crazy. And never trace it back to a limiting belief. You did that. And then you had the inspiration to talk about this to people all over the world. You did that. That is an indication of your overall perspective, which is extremely high. Congratulations, and thank you. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question in the history of the world? If so, step forward, push past the doubt, and ask that question. And it better be silly. And when we say silly, it has to be really silly. Super silly. Silliest question ever. I've got one. Excellent, Jeremy. Why does my cat keep waking me up at one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning to play? Why? Are you available to your cat at four in the afternoon? I currently am, but this cat usually is asleep. <laughs> Are you available at 9 a.m.? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so, but I'm busy doing um, boot camp. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah. your cat is simply asking you to play when it's available. Yeah. And I'm when available. you're available, what else are you doing? You're not doing anything else. Oh, you're sleeping. No, no, no. You're sleeping. not doing anything else. You are completely available to play with your cat at that time. Well, this isn't really about your cat. Your cat is just a metaphor for your inner self. Your inner self is the one who inspired your cat to wake you up. Yeah. Now, is that an interesting thing? Now, let's imagine that you got woken up at two in the morning. Your cat's asleep. There's no reason you woke up. What would you do? You would complain. Why am I waking up? Why do I have insomnia? Why do I have this problem of waking up in the middle of the night? Well, if you were to look around all the people on this call, all the people who are listening to this podcast at a later date, you would find that almost all of you are waking up at two o'clock or three o'clock. Why? Because you are available then and your inner self wants to communicate with you. Well, you can try going back to sleep. You can worry about what you're going to do today. You can worry about not getting enough sleep. You can worry about your bills. You can worry about all this and that and the other thing. You can have this anxiety if you want to, or you can say, all right, all right, all right. I get it. I get it, inner self. This is the only time I'm really available. The rest of the time I'm working or eating or playing on my phone or whatever. I understand that this is the time. I will give you 15 minutes. 
And then you start to think the highest level thought you can think. Let's talk about abundance. Let's talk about freedom. Let's talk about connecting to source. Let's talk about all these things. And then you'll start to receive thoughts. Okay, maybe you don't believe it. Maybe you think it's you. That's fine. It is you. Your inner self is you. It sounds like you. So play with the thoughts. Go there. Lose yourself in these thoughts. And then find yourself falling back asleep and waking up whenever you wake up. Guess what? When you wake up, your inner self is waking you up. You think it's your alarm clock. You think it's whatever it is. It's your inner self. When you go to sleep, it's your inner self putting you to sleep. When you have a dream, it's your inner self creating the dream so that your brain can catch up to your vibration. That's all it is. You do not need more sleep than you get. You get the perfect amount of sleep. You think your inner self's making a mistake. Your inner self knows exactly when to put you to sleep, when to wake you up, when to talk to you, when to leave you alone. It is a perfect system. And you and everyone else, you're playing your parts perfectly. If you can just align yourself with the fact that this is a time to connect to my inner self. It could be meditation. Are you really doing that in meditation? Are you really allowing your, your thoughts to go to higher levels? If you are, perfect. It could be in the shower. You're not doing too much else in the shower. A lot of cool thoughts come to you in the shower. Or it could be at three in the morning. Up to you. But we promise you, if you're waking up at two or three in the morning, that is the perfect time for you. If you're having higher level thoughts in meditation, that is the perfect time for you. If you're having wonderful thoughts in the shower, that's perfect time for you. If you're taking half an hour for yourself to sit in silence, stare at nature, take a walk through nature and allow high level thoughts to flow to you, that's the perfect way for you to do it. You are all doing everything perfectly. All the judgment is based in the illusion the illusion is not true. You're coming to a new understanding of yourself and raising your perspective. This is all you're doing. This is all you need to do. There's nothing else you need to do other than think of yourself as who you truly are, a pure, positive, magnificent, eternal, limitless being of love, directly connected at all times to your inner self and your guidance supporters, being guided in every moment with every single event happening for you and nothing ever happening to you. As you raise your perspective, you will have new thoughts, new ideas, new decisions, new actions. That's all it is. Raise your perspective and you'll get everything you want. Push past the fear and that will be manifested into your reality. You're all an amazing group of high perspective individuals on your journey of self-discovery, just as you intended prior to your birth. You're allowing this intention to come forth in your reality and we salute all of you. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Well, your reality is simply a reflection of your perspective, your perspective of who you think you are within your reality. Are you the creator? Are you the victim? Uh, depending on how you see yourself, that is translated into your vibration, which is communicated to the universe, and you receive a reality based on that. To raise your perspective, the first thing you must do is look at your limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are illuminated through manifestation events. So anytime you feel negative emotion, you have a limiting belief there. You could not have negative emotion. You could not feel fear without the limiting belief. So the first thing we do is work on those limiting beliefs. Um, of course, we'll be doing this in the boot camp. There's a lot of work on limiting beliefs. This is the first week of the fall boot camp. We'll have another one in spring. And um, so I'll let you know when that one's coming up. It'll probably be 
in late February, early March, something like that. Uh, until then, you could go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com and do the seven-day course or even the first course in the essential experience, which is alignment. Uh, both of those courses have the manifestation event form, and we'll show you exactly how to do them. So take a look at that at the website, plus there's a lot of free stuff there. If you have any questions for me, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. So thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time. Bye.